Yeah, baby, we're back. Another. Not for nothing, baby. With your hosts, Caitlin and Chris. Hey, baby. I missed you. <laughs> you did. I miss you like I miss my dong. Oh. I miss my yeah, dong. That's pretty... Uh... Chris, I got a lot to talk about today. Okay. You want to jump right in? Uh, yeah, I don't think we have a choice. <laughs> You're very hesitant to do a show on a Tuesday. <laughs> I've been I've been making Chris do this. I was ill prepared. No one's prepared for it. I'm gonna turn our levels down. Just well, usually I'm a little more prepared. Snitch. Yeah, which is fine. But I screwed up, so it's my fault. So yep, exactly. Yeah. What are we supposed to do when you ruin it? When we have a guest lined up, make an ass of myself. Uh, well, that's when I assume. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get our guest back next week. He's been gracious enough to uh, reschedule with yep, us, which yep. is going to work great because it's the uh, infamous Mike Vorknoff from uh, The Athletic and mm-hmm. other places. Uh, he's coming back. Nice. Willfully. Willful. Yeah, he wanted to come back. As long as his, uh, his lovely wife does not have a baby, Even he'll be she back. she does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do a show in the hospital. Why not? Yeah. Right? I mean, hey. While she's giving birth. We can, we can travel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're so, crowning nicely, dear. <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross, dude. <laughs> well, Mike's not coming on the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, assuming he does, uh, it's a perfect this timing. This is me on a Tuesday morning, Chris. This is what ti- you get. It's perfect time. I'm just talking over you, man. It's perfect uh, timing because what else is new? it's the weird week off between NFL, between the well, not, divisional yeah. playoffs and the, and the Super Bowl. It's not yet. Next week. When is. he's here. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I didn't want to really talk about football with him anyway. So sure. Yep. It'll be good. We can sort of preview the basketball season mm-hmm. that is in front of us. <laughs> when things are, but things matter now. Sure, 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 sure. Things matter. Yeah. You uh, sure they do. Yeah. I also think we should do another Knicks pod probably around like All-Star break. What do you think? Oh, yeah. That sounds Check great. in with the, with the fans of the mm-hmm. 10 and 33 New York mm-hmm. Knickerbockers. Mm-hmm. See how they feel like. I wish we had some like Nets fans where we could have like a sort of a round table between the two of them and then battle it out. Well, do we have Nets fans? I don't, we, I, not like known. I have one, and he's uh, kind of a pain in the dick. Yeah. yeah. John Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> he's not listening, so it doesn't matter. Our old producer, John Sargent. He doesn't listen to us anymore? Nah, he gave up. He's too us. good for us. He was too good for us yeah. when he was producing our show. Well, that's true, too. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah. We, learned it. we learned it on mm-hmm. our own. Mm-hmm. That's don't, right. Don't we need, need no producer. We got Chris. Uh, Chris, one thing we missed, um, not sports related. Oh, I know you're an R&B fan. About, I know oh. you're an, a '90s, 2000 R&B mm, fan to the core. How do you feel about 112? Peaches and cream. They did the back of I Ain't Mad at You. Remember 112? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, if, if I they were songs, a, they I were remember, a bad. They were a bad boy group. They did a lot yeah. of camp. They did a lot of guests. They yeah. were a guest on Mob Deep Records. One of my favorite R&B groups. Okay. From that classic, last classic R&B group era where like no one does R&B groups anymore. Yeah. We don't see them very much. Right. But like for like there was Razor's Edge. There was a couple. Oh, like, yeah. I remember these guys. Yeah. There were. Yeah. Oh, you remember 112? Now I'm starting to pick. Slim was their main dude. He had a real silky voice. Yeah. So R. Uh, R. Kelly, I almost said <laughs> R.J. Weaver. Ooh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Weaves. Uh, he's a 112 guy. I'm okay. a 112 guy. RJ always wanted to do 112 as a holiday. Okay. We just missed it. We narrowly oh, missed it. It was just days man, ago. Oh, man. Right. So another year passes without 112 being recognized as a national holiday. Okay. Um, we should start doing the show every year on 112. We should. Yeah. yeah. We probably get these guys on. Uh, oh, I don't amazing. know what they're up to. Hmm. Uh, probably nothing. It did make me listen to I Ain't Mad At You, which is like one of the mo- more mm-hmm. underrated Hip hop songs of all time. It's a good story song. It makes you realize like Tupac was definitely one of the maybe one of the best MCs of all time. Yeah. Like time passed, people sort of like put him aside. Now I've been thinking about Tupac. Okay. I've been thinking about R. Kelly clearly. Because okay. R. Kelly is in is forward facing, right? Man, now. he's just getting peed on left and right. He really is. <laughs> he really is. Which I mean, I don't know if he's even that upset about. Uh Probably public image down, record sales up. Yeah. So like, Ooh. and he likes getting peed on. So like, it's all kind of any publicity is good publicity, Chris. I mean, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but I just wonder, like, Lifetime did this this series, and all of a sudden everyone's up in arms about R. Kelly. How come no one can do like a hey? We don't know who killed Biggie or Tupac series. Like they did. No one's talking. Why won't people talk? 
Are uh, they all dead? Well, Shug's in jail. He's so, not coming out of jail. So it's some code of the streets. The code of streets is you can narc on R. Kelly, but that like what happened? Yeah, but that's not that's different. Why is that different? Death is uh, death is more yeah, pedophilia or is it pe- no pedophilia? Yeah, it pedophilia. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. So. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I think I think that's no go. Like like dudes who like. Um, do that to children and stuff. Like they go to prison, they get they get their asses beaten or murdered. And, and, yeah, murdered. I You're think. right. Yeah. Pedophilia is worse than murder. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, okay. So then I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a pin in that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Glad glad to come circle back around on that thanks, one. Thanks next, for thanks on for, next one twelve. Thanks for clear. <laughs> thanks for clearing that up for me. I learned on one twelve. Yeah. One twelve week. Um. But uh, well, have you been watching this series about R. Kelly? No. Okay. I don't. I don't need to watch it. I mean, I. I, I don't even. I. I'll be honest with you. Is it good? Uh, it's on Lifetime, right? There. So I watched one episode. Okay. I mean, I kind of want to watch it, but one woman makes a really incredible point that I, I don't think is is, and I haven't watched the rest of it. Maybe they bring it back around. She kind of says it, and then they just go scene. Okay. But she's like, everyone knew it was happening. Yeah. Everyone knew it was wrong. People didn't care because it was happening to black girls. Right. And yeah, yeah. I saw that so quote or something. True. So yeah. That's the truth. Like that's the truth about it. Like yeah. I mean, I I I feel I am guilty in saying that like I had never put those two things together. I guess I just brushed it under because I like Art Kelly so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, there are embarrassing things your wife finds in in your apartment when you move. <laughs> Are there? Our fir- our move from Brooklyn <laughs> to to Jersey City. My wife found Art of the Deal in my book collection. Wow! Yeah, I yeah. didn't know I had it. It was probably a funny gag. Mm-hmm. I, it was definitely there before. Sure it was, Chris. Man. Listen, I know. So so many things. That, yeah. So yeah. that's the thing she found. Then when we moved from Jersey to our another Jersey <laughs> apartment, she was going through the DVDs and she found like trapped in the closet volume one and two like mm. R. Kelly and now all of a sudden now I'm the guy that has R. Kelly DVDs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm living a lot of shit down, Chris. Yeah. You're, <laughs> I feel like you're going to become like the the conservative like old white man when you're like in your like 80s or something, right? Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure I am. Be, for sure I am. It's going to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like Dennis Miller, where you're like, ah, he's cool. No, yeah, he's no, not. No, he's not anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Somehow he got really conservative. Kennedy. The, remember the VJ Kennedy who like wore those stupid glasses on MTV and she's like, oh, I'm into indie rock. And Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's on Fox News now. She is? Yeah, she's like my future wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to look forward to. I saw her on the ball drop. I flip was flipping <laughs> through all the channels and she I was like, wait, Kennedy is on They 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 show the ball drop? Fox, Fox News, News does a ball drop. That yeah. seems not right. That seems very liberal liberalism. Is it thing to do. All, everyone in Times Square is not from New York <laughs> on, on New all Year's just Eve. Just white conservative exactly. Midwesterners. Yo, I was in, we could get to sports in a minute. I was walking no, I think we should say I was walking through <laughs> I was walking through the World Trade Center, like their little shopping mall on my way on my commute, and there's a wine store, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna pick a bottle of wine. I go in the wine store. And the guy working in the wine store He's like, got a little bit of a southern accent. He's talking to this older couple who are clearly tourists. And they're talking, they're like, dig a dang, ding dang. And they're like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah. like doing their little SEC, ACC, SEC. No, it wasn't that. They're um, talking football. I could clear. And one guy's uh, like, dab, I mean, dabbo, cubby, dabbo, beat us. And then like, the other one's like, <laughs> and then the woman's like, that's not going to hold up. Like, we can't have that. That game plan is not going to work for us. So clearly I'm like, oh, these wow. are Bama fans yeah. and this guy's talking <laughs> with them and I'm just tr- like, they're not like, I, they're st- they didn't even get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of bought my wine around them. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm walking out, I have my headphones in, they just like, all ignore me. And as I'm walking out, I just go, roll tide. And they both go, <laughs> roll tide. Like, just like that. I just want to see if it would happen. It, just, it was amazing. It's like a, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. yeah, it's like Pavlov. Like they just yeah. were like, uh-huh. They all stopped what they finally stopped yapping <laughs> to just all yell roll tide. That's the most important thing in life, Chris. It is. Yeah. 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 Roll tide. It was kind of oh, cute. God. And I and it and I wanna say <laughs> I wanna say like I hope that like there's a story when uh, they get back to whatever deep south bunk in town they're from. Mm. They tell the story of how they were at in New York City <laughs> and a guy said roll tide. Mm-hmm. I hope that happens. Some urban white man in yes. New York Some City. Hipster. Yeah. Yeah. Buying his cheap ass red yeah. wine or his wine drunk. 
Maybe to them it was really expensive. It was actually pretty good wine. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kristen liked it. Just well, me to get it again. That's that's the most important thing. It sure is. Uh, Chris, do you have anything you want to talk about? I went from 112 to Roll Tide, so yeah. see no, if you I can got, follow got, that, that line I got, of I got nothing in there. All right, can I tell you one other story? Oh, please do. You know this story. You know this is the truth about me. Okay. Truth about cats and dogs. Okay. I am officially no longer a subscriber to the Bill Simmons podcast. Good for you. I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, why? It just made me so angry. Mm-hmm. After the 400th podcast about the Sixers being terrible, I finally like not was fed talking up. the truth about the, the the Celtics. Not talking the truth about Celtics. Like he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge the Celtics at all, right? No. That, that they're they're not they're bad. That they're, they're they have less them. wins than the Sixers. Mm-hmm. That they're in fifth place. Mm-hmm. The Sixers are in fourth place. And anyway, the thing I think that really kind of has driven a stake in is that like. None of these guys that work for, he's just out of touch. He thinks if he's with mm-hmm. young people, right. he's young. Right. But meanwhile, he's the boss. Yeah. He's the boss. Like, can you imagine if your boss was always like on your podcast? Like, what if we had a boss and he was like always here and we couldn't talk about shit about his favorite teams? Like, that's. Yeah, but see, that's, that's, that's where. That's a weird thing. That's a weird dynamic. That's like, like Sal, cousin Sal can't talk bad about the Patriots. He has to like suck the Patriots teat all the time and then kind of talk shit. But he about probably chooses team. to do that. He chooses it because he knows where his bread is buttered. See if I, but yeah, but see if, if I feel like if you and I worked for the ringer, we could just shit talk Bill Simmons all the time or talk shit his teams all the time. And I think we could get away with it because we could be charismatic enough. Nah, if we were like, like he would fire us if we started doing it too much, you think? For sure. Hmm. Shea Serrano can, can do it because he's kind of street. And okay. like, I think Simmons does. Appreci- scared of him? I know. Yeah, I, I'm not scared of him. I think <laughs> Simmons is, is like, respect someone has that like sort of white guilt thing where mm-hmm. he'll like just go along with anything anyone says that isn't white. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? I don't know. I if might it be, not, I might I be venturing like the way into you're... Jimmy the Greek talk, but like, and I love I Shay. Like the way you're I, projecting I, your, uh... I didn't, I didn't like unsubscribe from all ringer podcasts. I'm always listening totally. to Shay. Yeah. And Lombardi. I, I like, <laughs> yo dude, the last Lombardi podcast, he called in from like a payphone. I swear. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, who can listen to I this? I swear this guy just lives his life based off of, of Goodfellas. And like, we, ca- and like casino and stuff like we, he just, he's like, clearly like, he's clearly given up on trying to live in LA and he's just living in like Atlantic city now. Yeah. Oh, totally. We got to go find this. He's guy. in Philly somewhere. We got No, he's, I think he's like Philly, Jersey, Philly. He's well, yeah. Somewhere like, weird, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Camden. Like he get easily gets Atlantic city. I can't believe I used to get worked up by Lombardi show. Like it's just a joke <laughs> to me now. It's just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, I'm finally glad you've sort of seen the, yeah. the truth. It's of that. two people talking to each other that have never spoken to each other offline. And it's just one guy who's just wait. He's just like heavy breathing. One guy's heavy breathing on a payphone, and the other guy's like <laughs> barely listening to Hold him. on. I got to put another quarter in. <laughs> Can I borrow a quarter? Is everybody got anybody car? I've been running out of time here. <gasps> Let me give you a bad take. See, they just edit out. Who's got a bad take? They just edit out when the operator comes online. Sir, you need another deposit on <laughs> a quarter. He's like, but I dialed one eight hundred. Collect. <laughs> I have a bank. I have a phone thing? card. <laughs> Hold on, let me renew my minutes. Honey, I need another phone card. <laughs> Didn't we get one for Christmas? Yeah. You got me a whole stocking full of them. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, Bill! Are you there? Are you still there? I put I I dialed back in with the number. So I can I can I can uh, <laughs> segue this hatred of Bill Simmons into something that's valid. I Great. think and it's valid something that our I saw our intern Peter John in person this past weekend. Ooh, lovely. Yep, he's still on board, looking great. By the way, mm, yeah, why handsome, wouldn't he? Handsome yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. So and his beautiful family. Okay. Uh, they had me over for breakfast. It was wonderful, and uh, we're watching the Patriots game, and. Uh, his kid's losing his mind. Poor James. And he's just like, you know, touchdown Tom. Does does his kid love? His kid hates Tom Brady. Oh, okay, great. And so his kid's like losing his mind. And of course, in natural sibling fashion, his daughter, Romy's like, I love Tom Brady. (laughs) It's just amazing. Because that's how I became a Steelers fan. Right. was because of my sister. Right, 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 right. I remember The Bengals. So I was like, oh, this is great. And then Peter, as a good father and intern, was like, you know what, like, use a story. We need, we need, like, if Tom Brady's gone, 
Who's the enemy? Oh, right. This is your your text to me. Yeah. And we need an enemy. It's true. I'm actually I'm not mad that the Brady's that the Brady's that the Patriots have advanced. I mean, I don't think I didn't feel that strongly about the Chargers necessarily. Sure. I know you did. Not as like a not as like a a team we need for for like ratings or entertainment necessarily because you're right. The Chargers aren't aren't that. Right. They the, weren't a good story this season necessarily. No. And this is like, so now we've got the, four, we've got the four best teams in the playoffs still. Yeah. Basically. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you do. And I think that Patriots fans are genuinely scared of the chiefs. The thing is, is like what sucks about the Patriots right now is that they're in their in Patriots minds. They're like, we never expected to get this far. Right. You know? And I hate that. Well, there was a quote with Tom Brady was like, "Oh, everyone, you know, thought we, you know, thinks we suck this year, so this is great." And like everyone's like, kind of jumped off our bandwagon or whatever you want, not bandwagon, but I mean, and I was like, "There's no one has ever thought that this team was like, if this team played that bad, if this team played in a division that mattered, mm-hmm. it'd be a little different story. It'd be a little different. It'd be a little different story. The like mid." 2000s Jets, I, I, I think, were the only good team that Tom Brady's ever had to play in a division against. Like, their strength of schedule is always... It's one of the worst. Or one of the, yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. right. best if... It's, it's easiest. The play, it's one yeah, of the easiest. easiest, yeah. Uh, you mean in the beginning of the year or post postseason? Uh, post, I think, really? too. Yeah, okay. it's both. But I looked it back up because it, because they play in the division. Yeah. And, like, they just... You, you, you expecting those three teams to be terrible, and then at the end of the year, they are not so great. So... It's, it's, there is a, there is, that's a huge factor. I it's think, a huge factor for the, for the fact that they it's, always it's have a bye they, week. Right. They always get home the, field advantage. And home field advantage. For most, most of the play. This, I, this is, I, man, I saw some stat and I didn't write it down, but it was like, this is only the second time in the last, um, I don't think it was 10 years, but like 18 playoff games that they haven't been at home. You mean against the Chiefs? No, no, in the playoffs. This game, I mean, this coming week. Yeah, this coming week was like the wow. second time I think wow. in like in eighteen playoff games or something like that. Crazy. I think so. I've got like they're, they're very for and they're not good on the road. I don't think in the playoffs or something too. So this is a huge kind I, of like a, dude. I mean, I think it all, all everything goes against everything goes against. It's Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. I know, like, I know. It's just hard to think that that can like Bill Belichick coached a perfect game against the Chargers. He did some good things and like. He's also done some bad things against like the Broncos a couple of years ago. Um, in the there playoffs. was no winning that game. The, f- the, no, the well. Lord Jesus Christ and Savior wouldn't have won that game. <laughs> like that, I have to say, like that they. Ha- I know you think ha- that, but there was bad. They handed Manning that fucking ring, and they handed me a lot of money because I knew they'd hand Manning that ring. So you know, good on the NFL. I played the conspiracy and I won. Yeah, uh, I have one bit of news that came out of uh, having an in conference in-person conference with the intern. It's going to break your heart a little bit. Oh, okay. Oh, no. He's starting to believe in conspiracies. Oh, God. Peter. Yeah. He, he <laughs> thinks the NBA is fixed. Okay. I'm putting words in his mouth. Okay. But he said, All right. he said, I want to hear it though. We need to have him on then. Though. Oh, he'll never come on. Oh, he won't? No, he'll never come on. Man. I know. Can we secretly record like a phone conversation with him? Listen, we're not the ringer. We don't have our fucking interns on. You know, like we don't do that shit. <laughs> we don't, yeah, but he's, we talk. Guests talk. That's all, all right, that needs to all right, talk. All right, all right. All right. So what's the what's the what's the theory here then? Well, he just thinks. That, I, I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth, but I think he also believes that the NBA officiating keeps games close late because they don't want to lose advertising. You don't want to blow out in the third quarter and people start turning the game off. Okay. I mean, I don't. It's a step in the right direction. He's going to stop believing in the moon landing before you know it. <laughs> Does he, does Peter have a compelling argument for you about the moon? Like at all? I've Did you guys t- ever talk about it? Or you guys just know not to talk to each other. About I'm it? not getting into it with him. Like okay. I don't, right, I'm, you, I'm, you both, of you know better not to, it's not worth it for me to try it's to not talk. It. It's not to worth the, it for Peter too. These I, conspiracy I, theorists that believe we landed on the moon. <laughs> okay. When so, I'm rooted in, in like reality. Okay. okay. See, you're getting fact, yourself, you do this to yourself. you're rooted in fantasy. See, I, I didn't, I, I was trying not to have this, you know, continue on here, but <laughs> you just do it to yourself actually here, which is a, a huge component of conspiracy theorists is they, they egg themselves on with these theories. They get themselves all worked up here. The truth is out there, Chris. NBA talk. Ooh, yes. Uh, let's just go back to this this yeah. theory though a little bit. I, it's not. I don't. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Right. I mean, if if 
if the Warriors Why, are, because there was a NBA official who went to jail for cheating? Well, there might be that. Well, that's a that's a whole different level of it is conspiracy and it cheating. Is. No, no, no. Like going back to like going back to Kings Lakers and like right. see, seeing the, right that kind of stuff. Yeah. potentially. But you know, you can't find that game. It's not. It's it's no. not out there. Oh, no, it's impo- you cannot find that game on the internet anywhere. Okay, I'm sure someone has it. Like I buried so. it in Reddit somewhere or something. I hope so. But I, I mean, I can see I can that a little bit. I see it in football. Yeah. I see it in football a little bit. You know, at times where you're just like, you know what? They're kind of. They're, it feels like they're calling a few f- calls here and there to let that team. Uh, what was it? Is it? Um, well, the Saints Eagles. Yeah, the Saints Eagles game a little bit. It was, was like definitely. They like, called a holding call on a guy who hasn't had a penalty in two years, and it wasn't a hold. And I didn't even see it. So was it I was, on the Saints? Yeah. Yeah. I was driving. Right. And, and listening to like an am- amazing play-by-play team for Westwood One, it's James Lofton and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I've listened to two of their games because oh, I've, sure I've been driving. Yeah, okay. dude, it's they paint such a vivid picture. The guy, like they're supposed to. They do it's a the great. They, yeah, it's it's fantastic radio. And they're and they're. I think got, that's why more play-by-play guys on the radio are are actually better. James Lofton because they James have to Lofton called in game like, and I know that he's the analyst. He was like, "Why are the Eagles?" Rushing to get to the rushing to get a playoff before the second was two, minute two minute warning. warning. Yep, he said that before they snapped the ball. Now everybody retroactively is like they should have never done that. They shouldn't. But I was listening when James Lofton called it on the game, like during the game. Listening to football is actually with these two. And I, I'm I really feel disrespectful that I'm not remembering the the play by play analyst. Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised I don't know who it is either. Then it's I, I God damn it, I'll look it up. Tom uh, Tucker. The yeah. guy's good, and he's like, you know, he's got that old classic thing where he's like, Breeze has got the Breeze has got the black guy under or the black <laughs> the black paint under his eyes, got the big gold letter <laughs> on his on his jersey, and then every time they got to midfield, they'd be he'd say, the ball's on the floor to Lee, like he oh, knew. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's it's just good wordsmithing. Mm-hmm. And, and James Lofton is like, he's you know he he doesn't do the in my day stuff. Yeah. He's like, I talked to this player and this, like, he also used to coach, he was Drew Brees' quarter or receiver's coach when he was at the Chargers. So James Lofton is like, Drew Brees, or not, yeah, Drew Brees is the only player who calls me coach because Lofton was like, did a cup of coffee in San Diego. Hmm. Interesting. So he, so he had all this insight on Brees because he goes down and talks to him. Right. It was pretty cool. Is it Kevin Harlan? Yes. Yeah. I kept thinking he said Kevin Hart. Oh yeah. Kevin Harlan. Yeah, Yeah. Kevin Harlan's great. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's a, it, I've been doing a lot of... Lis- he does the NBA and stuff, too. He's, well, um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, local NBA broadcasts yep. because of oh, yeah. to get on League yep. Pass. Yep. Uh, and I want to do... Before the season's over, I want to do... You and I, I want, I want to do our like top five best NBA broadcast teams. Okay. Local or just even national? You could do national. Either you could do local because I don't really know the local guys so much. Well, you do. You know, a lot of them are terrible. That's the thing. Right. A lot of them are terrible. <clears throat> I've found that like the good ones are Portland, New York, Kevin Calabro, Sacramento. Oh, Detroit starting is to Jerry is Jerry Reynolds still on there? Uh, I don't know who it is. <laughs> I got to look up who these guys are. He uh, used to be, he used to be the GM for the Kings. Oh, really? And then he became because they kicked him out or whatever. But then they kept him on as the play-by-play guy or the uh, the color analyst. The, uh, the uh, Jimmy Lyman comes on to Philly mm. broadcast, mm. Uh, and he was I think he, I know he was a president. He definitely was a head coach. Mm-hmm. They don't let him. He's like the third guy in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the Sixers have a great team. Al Abdel Nabi is like one of my favorites. Ooh, he's great. Okay. Anyway, we can talk about that sure. another time. And we have gone on a few tangents. Yeah, we really have. Yeah. This is nonlinear thinking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's finest. So anyway, you were saying about the Saints game. Oh, so the conspiracy thing. Oh, there's with yeah. the Saints. I mean, just listening to that, I would agree with you. It sounded like a lot of unfair call, calls to keep the it's, game close. Yeah, to keep, I wouldn't say to keep it just close enough, right? But that, the NFL had had three blowouts before that. I, well, exactly, because you said sometimes you just can't help it, right? You just can't help it, and the Chargers kind of and I'm not saying they made they were making a comeback but they they were down like almost they were over 30 or 40 almost 40 points or something at one right. point right it was like 41 to like I was under 10 I think and then I all of a sudden it, it was off. like 24 41 24 and I was like all right they're at least making it a little more interesting and with and there was no way they were coming back but you you we were just going all right there it was like a little bit of a comeback so wouldn't it behoove the NFL to be like our fourth game cannot be our fourth blowout especially in prime time like 
This has to be like at least close down to the I, wire. I think that's a lot of coordination. That's really hard to do. Is it do. calling calling penalties to keep drives going? Is I don't think it, it's not that hard. Yeah, but, yeah, but when you listen to it, I tell you, when you listen to it and you're not watching it, and you, and the the announcers are just like that didn't look like a hold. It, you kind of just agree with. Yeah, them. but that happens a lot though. Right, like calls are you know, refs just make bad calls that aren't necessarily like early in the game, late in the game, whether it's a blowout or not. You know, what there's I'm saying? been two calls of this postseason where there's been a fumble recovered by the other team. The other team didn't get it because of bad officiating. Yeah. Well, but then there was another one on the on the Patriots one where where they reviewed it and they 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 actually the Patriots actually recovered the fumble and so it was like I mean. Stuff happens, and I think that's the problem. Is like people, people always want to see something that's not necessarily there. It's just you know they just they like, want they like want that landing on the moon. Yeah, they want that conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the Saints were down fourteen nothing in the first quarter, right? Yeah, and then they just they turned it around yeah. and they 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 were shutting out Philly for. I would a like long to time. know the Philly didn't like do know anything the penalty on disparity between those two teams. I would like to know who. I think the Saints had maybe twelve penalties against them on that game and a lot of them like if from listening sounded uh, now i will admit i was rooting for the saints to cover yeah because i had parlayed all of the favorites per bison and i missed it by fucking will lutz's goddamn stupid leg <laughs> which i blame sean payton for less lutz can you believe that I almost hit on the, the 14 parlay again. Chris. Yeah, that would have been... Um, so, I, I mean, I will say, and I will admit, I was, uh, I was rooting for this. I, I had a rooting interest in the Saints. All right. So, yeah, Saints had 11 penalties for and, 84 yards. And the Eagles? And the Eagles had four penalties for 30 <laughs> yards. That's, that's interesting. That's a little discouraging. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like 7 to 11 or something, you know, like Mm-mm. a little closer. Yeah, and they were ticky tack, dude. I think, but yeah, but I mean, so that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, so maybe at the end there, because the game was like within a score, keep it close. Just keep it close. Give him a few. I'm not penalties. saying that, I'm not saying it necessarily decided the outcome. No, no, no. But I, think, I mean, it didn't. But yeah, but it, I think that I think that it it uh, definitely made it more exciting. And I think it's easier to do in the NBA a little bit, right? Because you could either call Absolutely. a travel or not. Every play can be a or foul. Or a charge or, or a screen, like a block or whatever you well, want. Well, I mean, in the NFL, you can almost always call a hold and you can almost always call a pass interference. Right. And that's the that's the problem, though, with the, with the NFL, though, is, is that it's so subjective to the refs and some refs are, like, more stringent than others. Yeah. And, like, they or they don't, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, that's what kind of drives me crazy is that you could call a holding call on, on almost every play and then it's like all right, either you do or you don't like just like uh, get, get rid of holding calls or just call holding calls all the time to like to, to make people so stop call like, holding stop, stop holding yeah. yeah i agree it's like kind of like the strike zone in baseball yep uh let's give props or props or do the nfl finally got with the times they had their first female officiating in a playoff game mm-hmm. you know which is weird because she's been officiating years for too years, later right? too late yeah i know I know it's ridiculous. They're like, congrats, right. Roger Goodell. Here you go. For, You'll never work for, another game again for getting. Yeah, for like getting all the props for whatever you did for doing do. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, I uh, wow. I just this has been the greatest show ever. <laughs> I just got to talk about conspiracies <laughs> and R. Kelly and like I. W- w- like what else do I get oh, to talk yeah. about? I had a whole let's, laundry list. Yeah, of let's circle. Back. Um, so was that was that is that documentary thing good then? Series good again about R. Kelly? I've only seen one episode. Okay. Well, was uh, it, did you enjoy it? That one episode? Is it no, because it? it's a painful subject. Yeah, I know. And I, and, it's really hard, and you really feel bad for these women because these women had to like. Here's a lot of them enabled what was happening, and and it's really I think really hard for them well, to have whole... to say that they played a role in this. Also, I don't think this is going to do anything. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. For some reason, he seems to be a little bulletproof here, right? He's a little tough. Like I said, his sales have gone up. And, and I will say, admittedly, they played Honey Love. I forgot that song was so good. I played it after I watched it. <laughs> I loved R. Kelly in the public announcement. I was a huge R. Kelly fan. Man, I was ground floor R. Kelly fan. 12 Play was probably one of my favorite all-time yeah. albums. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that's, a- that's before fucking Ignition Remix. Like, it's hard to be like... It's hard. You want to go listen to it. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, shit. You remind me of my Jeep as a dope jam. <laughs> I li- listen, and I, and I haven't listened to Ari Kelly in years. And like, I, 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 
I'll be honest. I'm to, I think when I first really started learning about that, and I just I was sort of like, I'm, you know, I don't need, I don't need to listen to this guy anymore. I got you. I, I didn't, but I should have. But I, no, but I, I but I, think I didn't buy any of his new shit. No, I didn't no, no, buy no. like the black panties. Right. Well, album. and the whole thing about like the the, the in the closet, like d- you know, videos and that whole stuff. And I was just sort of like, ah, this is a joke anyway. They're like, hilarious. Right? right. And they're hilarious. And I was like, but I was like, I, I don't. I, I kind of just lost interest in him anyway. In a sense, I ever tell you about so, the time R. Kelly called me a hipster, but like in a mean way. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I went to see Trapped in the Closet. <laughs> Volume, the Broadway show. Volume two, when it was released <laughs> at IFC, and R. Kelly came out and talked about it. Okay. He's big into aliens. Uh, and afterwards, I went up and was like, Robert, Mr. Kelly, like, I'm big fanny for I can't believe I'm admitting this. And he said, Oh, you hipsters all love my shit. <laughs> that was it. That was his only fucking. It's true. It's true. <laughs> He was disappointed and not nonplussed, if yeah. you will. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. I know I've called myself a hipster twice on this fucking podcast, <laughs> but it's, I, there's no way to. I just what happened? This is what happened. I mean, you're white in New York. You're a hipster, basically. I guess. According yeah. to R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, R. Kelly. His, his sales are, record sales up. Here's the question. Okay. Right now, there's a petition like to get R. Kelly off of all streaming services. Sure. Right. Which yeah, I'm fine with. Are you fine with it? Yeah, I'm fine with it. If it, I'm not fine with it only because it's not a fair playing field. This goes back to the black thing. Then do we get rid of all Elvis songs off of streaming services? Does the Elvis sure. channel have to leave why Sirius not? Not? XM? Sure, why not? Do we have to get rid of all Weinstein movies? Does Pulp Fiction no longer on Netflix? Uh, Woody Allen. Sure, why not? Like, get rid of those movies. Yep. Absolutely. I'm all in for getting rid of Woody Allen and his okay. movies. I was never a fan of his anyway. Rick James. Got to get his movies off. <laughs> yeah. Movies or music? Music. Music, sure. Uh, James Brown. Yep. Get him off. Okay. Yep. It's going to be a weird musical platform yep. if we keep it at, at this level. Yep. Here's the thing, though. This is... A, this is a lot of this just comes down to personal choice, right? So if, if of course, you yeah. don't want to listen to it, don't fucking listen to it. That's what I'm saying. Why does it have to right? be? A, why does it have to be a, a fucking pitchfork carrying mob telling us what we well, can? Well, because and that's can't just do. the society we live in, apparently. And all, so, but they only want to get very singular about each one step by step. But they, they don't see obviously the larger. If our picture fucking of justice case. system doesn't work, and we can't, fucking, we have to do it ourselves. Then, Chris. yeah, why do we have to? Th- I'm sorry, but mob mentality and and. You know what's it called when every a vigilante justice is against the law? It's it's they it's it's not it's proven to be a bad way of going. Yet we're vigilante justicing people in a different way, and I get it. Like going after their money makes sense, but like, shouldn't we be looking at the system a little closer if it's not keeping people like well, that's a whole R. Other, Kelly that's a whole from other, like raping. That's a whole other show, Chris. <laughs> that's a whole th- that's we'll a, never get to it. That's another episode for next week with Mike. For- <laughs> <laughs> you want to get to picks? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say. Let me just. Oh say yeah, this. yeah. I'm sorry. Let yeah, me just yeah, say yeah, this. Sure. Is, is is while I, I see the yours. one side of it um, and what I just said, I also like. I don't mind if people want to make a stand and go, "Hey, do this," and like try to get R. Kelly off of there, right? Well, but that's then, the then, American way. Well, just but but Good then job, don't stop Chris. there either, though, right? Or like, or why is it so? Why did, why does our killer need to be on Spotify then too? Right? Like if you want to pick and choose who's on Spotify or, or you have, you have, you, have you also have our Kelly probably in a CD somewhere. So just upload it to yourself, to your own, or, own your own well, but more uh, to your, stuff. More to your point. Like it, it should be up to the people. Like he doesn't, if the people want to decide they don't want to listen to our Kelly, first of all, lifetime shouldn't be telling them that they, that that's the deal. Right. They should have come up with this on their own years ago. Second of all, then just don't fucking listen to it. Right. But that's, Spotify, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, people, so when you start people, editing Spotify out, then then that's censoring. And and that's But it's that's pr- it's a privately like, owned company, so they can technically do what they want to do. So if they want to kowtow to a certain uh, a small group of people, then fine. But here's my my bigger point is this is that if um people can if you want to listen to R. Kelly, you don't have to uh, listen to him on Spotify. Uh, yeah, you can listen to him on your own and your own music. Go buy his fucking album, then. Okay, listen to him on YouTube. Or listen to uh, yeah, or do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like you, you. There's this whole. It's sort of a. Can uh, you imagine going into a record store right now and like buying an R. Kelly record though? You <laughs> fucking. That's ballsy. Is there record stores? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are record stores. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I know what you mean, but I in. I think Walmart. Sells the whole R. thing Kelly? is the whole thing is just messy, right across the board. Like no matter what, it's like. People want to get upset about it, but but there's other ways 
the, the people who don't care, you can still, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say really, but the, the point is, is that let uh, some people be up in arms and, and yell at Spotify about it. And then let the other people just listen to R Kelly some other way. Yeah. Do that. Right. Secretly. Right. Exactly. Like in your closet, the way, the, <laughs> trapped in the closet. <laughs> Let's get to picks. Okay. I'm in agreement, Chris. Yeah. Like, he, I don't I don't care if he's on Spotify or not. I ain't mad at you. And I don't care if people want him on oh, no, or no. not. I ain't mad at you. There are two games this week there in are. the NFL. There are. They're both on Sunday. They are. Yeah. I'll be skiing the slopes of Vermont. Ooh. Might miss one of these. I might be too, actually. You're going to ski? Uh, I might. Sweet, We're going to be in Vermont. Where in Vermont? Near Manchester. How far is that from Okimo? I have no idea. Yeah, we should go shred We've got one day, like, dude. There's three mountains near us, though. Killington? Nope. Okimo? Nope. Uh, Bromley, Stratton, Magic? Magic? I believe so. Do you believe in magic? magic? <laughs> yeah, if you want to shred on Sunday, bro. All right. Hit me up. All right, bro. Yo, maybe you fucking butter in that fucking pipe. Yeah, with man. Fucking freestyle That's skis, right. bro. Woo. Yeah. Okay. What up? Uh, first game lost on the eight listeners. <laughs> game on the docket. Rams. Wait, how did we do last week? Oh, right. That's that's. I knew I was forgetting something here. Slow down. Okay. Uh, against fast. the spread, we did absolutely awful. Against the spread. Against the spread. Straight up, we were money. Really, money in the we bank. We were money line money. Oh, before we get to this, sorry. You you had a great call last night. On a bet, and I want to know if you went. Did you put actually money on this game? You said Nets were going to beat Celtics. I didn't. Put the money. line was minus was minus three Boston. Yep. And I was like, cross. I was like, dude, you better put money on this game because the Nets dominated. Yeah, basically. it seemed like such an easy win. The money line was like three points was not good, and the money line wasn't good enough uh, to like really put enough, enough action on you it. You weren't going to get enough of back. Also, uh, a guy I know, Matt Olson, I bet with him sometimes. He said betting daily on NBA is a scumbag bet. Probably. And, and I shouldn't be doing okay. it. So I've been trying to stay away. It's just like dirty, yeah. dirty betting. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So I think we're going to go, maybe next week we'll start this. And maybe we could do this with, with Mike. We're going to go back to our uh, our weekly picks, mm. our weekly NBA picks. Mm-hmm. Let's do that next like week. Like a game, a game, of, a game, a game week. of the day. Yeah, or yeah whatever. Game yeah. of the day. It'll have to be game of the day because of the odds. Right. Who knows what day that will be. daily, yeah. But uh, we'll do, I'll allow myself one scumbag bet a week. I think that's, I think that's absolutely necessary. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, for last week, against the spread, we were both one and three. We only wow. hit it against the Rams because wow. Indy didn't keep and it that close. that was a push, right? No, no, no. They won uh, by eight. Man. We had it seven. Oh, we had it at seven. We had it at seven. Wow. I wish I would have got it at seven on my fucking parlay. Yeah. Because that was a void. Uh, Kansas City blew out Indy. We thought Indy would, would be able to keep it within five as our spread. The Chargers obviously was not even close. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans uh, just, they we had it at minus eight and they, they won by six. So, Chris, I so we bet- really needed New Orleans and that, they screwed us up there. But they screwed us up here. But when I bet it on... In real life, I just bet all the favorites and almost got it all. So yeah, yeah because I why don't we listen to ourselves? I don't know because the lines changed a little. I think okay. maybe yeah, too. yeah, that's that's so, definitely definitely hurt on the Rams one. Yeah, right. Um, so, but straight up for the straight weekend, up, not straight down. Me. Yep, uh, you were four and zero. Wow, you picked all the, the winners. Line. I did yeah. great job, mm-hmm. Chris. Mm-hmm. Me, Chris. Yes, sir. Uh, I was three and one. Yeah, baby. And I would have been four and zero, but because we were both saying that you know Patriots were going to win this game, but I just went with the Chargers just to ride them you out. Like the Chargers, yeah, just right. to ride it out. Yep. Wow, we're pretty smart guys. We are pretty smart guys. Let's do it again. We, so, what's that? How's that do for our overall records? Uh, well, I didn't. I don't. I don't tally the playoffs with the with the regular season. No, no, but just in the playoffs. For I the don't. playoffs, you're uh, uh, for the spread. You're three, four, and one. Eh. So you're you're medium. Yeah, uh, and I'm two, five, and one. Not medium. Uh, not so good. And That's we're both five and three overall, straight up. Great. Right. Money line, guys. Listen to us. Moving to this week. Let's see yep. if we can uh, maybe get into the uh, plus side of things. Uh, let's get out of the red. I'm going to try hard. Rams plus three and a half on the road yep. in the big easy. Uh, I'm going to give you this one because I already telegraphed the last one. So why don't you tell me what you think? Okay. Uh, I do think so early in the season. So both of these games are repeats of the regular season. They, they played each other both games. I didn't realize, but yeah. in different locations, right? Uh, no, the Rams, no, Rams I think were at home in. or at in, in New Orleans, right. um, but they didn't have a keep to leave. 
right. they were kind of struggling. I think at that may just be starting to struggle. Maybe at that point, I do think this game is a little bit closer than I, maybe the last time. Um, this is a three point line. This is a three and a half. It's three and a half. And I now? have it as three and a half still. God damn it. Uh, per uh, motherfucker. Bovada, I, I believe it's still three and a half. I already bet this and I bet it at three. Well, bet it again at three and a half. <laughs> Although you can't bet on Bovada, maybe though, so maybe no. that's the problem. Um, maybe we should start using the lines that we can actually gamble on, like the DraftKings lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you my account information if you promise to only bet good bets. <laughs> I cannot make that <laughs> promise, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, three and a half. I don't know if it'll be. This, oh, man, maybe it will be this close. Uh, you know what? I. I've been a New Orleans guy all, all year long as well. I think they've been Cross good board. to me. I think I think I'll go New Orleans straight up and take or give up the points. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. You should. I well, I agree with your first point. I love the Rams' defense, especially Sue's starting to play better. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think, unless it was truly a conspiracy, I think you. I think the. Saints, there's a way to beat the Saints mm-hmm. with defense. Oh yeah, and if Talib's on Talib, Thomas, if yeah on Thomas, that definitely changes things because Ginn's not that good. No, Ginn should have come back and got that interception. There, he's just not that good. Uh, but I think so. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. I think it's gonna be close. Okay. I think that half point makes a difference. Yeah. So give me the Rams. Okay. But then give me the Saints to win. Straight up. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I think think that's a a smart way to do it. I think that it's going to be a close game. I think the Saints are undeniable, though. And they're just at home. Yeah. And it it just feels like the Drew Brees year a little bit, too, if you want to get into conspiracy theories. People are like, you know, golf in the Super Bowl, never. And I kind of agree with that. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Um, But he doesn't need to be great. Like a lot of quarterbacks going into, into like winning Super Bowls, like he doesn't need to be the focal point because he's got enough other talent around him and a good defense. Yeah, so I mean, golf is good enough to win a Super Bowl. The, the Rams, with the team, he's the Rams on. beat who I think was the be, is the best running back in the league, and now they face maybe the second best running back in the mm-hmm. league. But they've got maybe the but third he, best think, running back in the league. Well, so your point last week, if the top four running backs are all washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the 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 one thing I do I like about Kamara and and he's he's uh he's probably more dynamic than most of these other guys. Guys, as, as like a runner, as a pass catcher, and and sort of like he there's he find he seems to like slip tackles better than I think anybody in in football right now. Yeah. To me, like he he, he, he receiving he, he but he'll go into a line or he'll catch the ball in the flat and then go like two three four yards and there's like two tacklers and somehow he kind of wiggles between them and so then, then all of a sudden he breaks he like pick ten up fucking five yards on his last run so that Lutz had a chance of making that fucking field goal. Uh, well, I mean, all right, well, it doesn't happen every time. That was time, Peyton just ran him right into the. Man. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Right, I'm a little right. bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Saints give us a, the best Super Bowl too, so that's why I'm sort of rooting for the Saints to win. Although, I mean, the Rams, are, the Rams are, not, tell, are right there though too. I mean, as far as getting, getting a good Super Bowl, I think yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, well, it's explosive. So I do have a hedge. Okay, I've got the Rams to win it all. Oh, because I like that. Like, I think really any four of these teams could win it all. Absolutely. And the Rams are like 280 with the Patriots being the worst chances of the, of the four. I think though too, which yeah. is. Honestly, legit. But uh, from an odds standpoint, the Rams are of worst the worst odds to win it all. Mm. I know the Patriots have higher odds; they're third. So I I'm sure I understand why that would be. I don't either, but I liked it okay. from an odds standpoint. So yeah. I hit it pretty hard. Yeah, why not? I hit because I was like, this is the only futures I can see. Mm-hmm. Any one of these teams could win it. So then, why not give me the team with the worst odds? Okay, at twenty, it was plus two eighty. So all right, yeah. So just so you know, like. If the Rams win, I'll still be happy. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. And if the Rams win, I, I, I'm not going to be surprised either way. Not surprised. Not no. surprised at all. It's like, a great defense. They're a great defense. They're, they're a really the good offense. player in football. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, the late afternoon game then is New England in Kansas City. Kansas City's giving up three points. Yep. Kansas City at home, New England on the road. That's my only thing here is that, and I know it's it's Belichick and it's Brady and it's Andy Reid and and all things kind of being equal here. I do feel like, especially going after coming off a lot last weekend and just destroying Indianapolis, mm-hmm. like luck and that offense couldn't do anything against Kansas City's defense. And there's a huge difference in, in uh, 
uh, what would you call like defensive points allowed, I guess, for Kansas City this year, home and on the road. Okay. There it's DPA. Yeah, it's like it's like th- somewhere like 13 or 17 points per game. Wow, you're getting home. all Robert Mays on me. Yeah, on and one. it's like 30 points on the road or something like that. It's okay. something incredible. Like it's a huge disparity. Okay. So I do think home field advantage is huge here. Okay. And if, and if New England was at home, I'm taking New England all the, all the way. Uh, and I do think this is just a, it's 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 a different Andy Reid offense and, and system and game plan. Um, cold won't it's a, make it's a, a it's a new right? it's a new day. It's huh? gonna be cold, but it shouldn't make a difference. It might make a little bit of a difference for who though I, the home team. Uh, okay, yeah, I think it just sometimes I think the home time you know sometimes that just plays a little bit better. Like it's your home stadium, it's cold. You're a little more used to that. You know, cold's not always the same. Maybe across the board, across the country, there's a way to beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And it is to get after Tom Brady at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like if it costs you 14 points at the beginning of the game and a bunch of like penalties because he's like hitting receivers because you're blitzing his ass. As long as you get him on his back on a cold day, five times in the first fucking sure. two possessions, I'd buy that. you could win the game, mm-hmm. but you have to be ballsy. And Andy Reed is not a ballsy fucking coach. Uh, Bob Sutton might be his defensive coordinator. Okay. I mean, he's got the Ford and Houston. Like they've got guys who can, who can kind of blitz and get after the quarterback. That's the way that I'd be interested to see if that's what they do. I would love to see that. If I'd love to see that. I don't know if they're an aggressive defense or not, but I think they can. If they're not an aggressive defense, they're not going to win. Well, but okay. But so in my counter to that then is they don't need to be because I don't know if you have to be well, but, but I don't know if new England can keep up with Kansas city's offense. And I don't know if new England's defense can, can, can keep Kansas city's defense or offense in check. So who do you like? I'm taking Kansas city across the board. I'm taking the Patriots across the board. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Here's why. Okay. Brady. Yeah. Breeze. Right. 40, the, the two 40 plus year old quarterbacks. The refs. Brady breeze. It's cool to be old and white. Mm, I like down, that storyline. Get a Budweiser. Be white and old. There's still a chance for you to have success. Tune in <laughs> to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good one. And now I'm Donald Trump. I don't know how I turned into Donald Trump while doing this, but I am now. Yeah, it's that's going to be really big. Good, it's good huge. game. Huge. Probably, Everybody gets probably, probably fast one of the food. best games. Fast. Everybody gets some filet fish because I hate them. They're fucking gross. Why did they deliver them here? I'll get all the whoppers. <laughs> They're no whoppers. Well, you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> did you see this? Did you not see that? You know what the, the joke here is? No, uh, actually. So a Clemson football won the championship. They go to the white house. Yeah. Trump apparently bought everybody. Whoppers. Whop fast food, burgers, fries, Whop, fast food, whoppers, <laughs> whoppers, burgers. <laughs> Chris is married say, to I an ital. Not, it's fine. You can I, say, I did that. Not say that. At all. <laughs> but he apparently out of his own money because of the, of the furlong and the shutdown. That he he bought everybody. He bought everybody like four different kinds of fast food, like McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger okay. King, or something. Yeah. And that's what he served them for the, as the guests at the at the White House. Oh, because it's a shutdown. Cause, yeah, because they can't make food for the for the football team. Clemson gets all the whoppers. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. So anyway. So uh, that's why I I am going to because this has been a conspiracy yeah. theory podcast. Yeah. I'm going to end on that conspiracy theory. I think that the NFL okay. CBS. Would love two weeks of Brady versus Breeze. Yeah, I think they would too. But here's here's my alternative storyline with this, and you yep. just you remind me of this one. Is this is a, this is this is the youth. present f- and past Tom Brady and the future of football Pat Mahomes, right? And this is the game where now everybody the Chiefs win. Mahomes is now. It's his time. He knocks Brady off the mantle, and now every, the whole offseason storyline is is Brady done again? Nah. Is Brady done again? Nah. I'll give you two reasons why that's not gonna happen. One, Robert Kraft and fucking Roger Goodell are homies to the end. Except for when they're not. Uh, there is a... Mo- Steph Curry didn't win the fucking championship in his first year. There's time for the millennial Technically, level. it's not his first year. Uh, give me a break. And anyway, the... It, I could be wrong. It's his second year. Technically, you're right. Okay, did Steph win it in his second year? Uh, I, I, don't, I no. don't remember. What I'm saying is, I think there's another year. <laughs> there's another the year for the NFL. Because I think people compare Steph Curry... To to Patrick Mahomes because really? they're I've never seen or heard that really yeah oh I think that I think that it it's it's people are saying like to your to what you said the new right. era. he's sort right. of the face of the new era sure. of football okay but I think that that I think getting him getting this team this far sells enough jerseys gets enough millennials interested that even if Brady wins the goat wins again and goes to his ninth Super Bowl yeah that's still more of a 
old white guy, blah, blah, blah storyline that yeah. the NFL loves. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I, I can't necessarily argue against it because I can plausibly see that happening as well. But I, I just, Brady, I think Kansas Brady's city, both names start with the burr and it's going to be cold. I think Kansas city is Atlanta. legitimately good. It's not hot in here. Uh, and new England has to lose. So their head coach can go be the head or their defensive coordinator can be, go be the head coach of the Miami dolphins. Is that what the That's thing what's is happening? Does that mean Belichick's kid becomes the defense, the defensive probably, coordinator? Probably shouldn't Belichick just become the defensive coordinator like himself. I don't know. I think he should just like what's his name's doing in Atlanta now. Like he's not hiring a defensive coordinator. He's just doing it himself now. Back oh, really? the, even the head coach. Yeah. He's just oh. like the screw this. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it myself. I didn't know that. I did want to, I did want to give me, get your take on the uh, new NFL head coach hires. If you could quickly out with that, how do you feel about what's going on? How do you feel about Gase in, I don't, in New York? I don't hate Gase. I, I, I'm not sure he's an, uh, I'm not sure he's a head coach guy. And and this might come out as as a as a as the Jets coach now. Yeah, he's, he's probably a really good offensive co- coordinator. I'm not sure he's a head coach material, but I will say this: I think he did a lot better job than people probably have been giving him credit for in Miami Agreed. because he didn't have a great quarterback. Agreed. And and I think they were they were sort of a house of cards kind of a team. Like they, I think they played better. Uh, or maybe beyond their means or above their means or whatever. I think you're probably right. And maybe that's a credit to him or maybe they just were fortunate enough for the last couple of years. Do you think Gase will bring Osweiler to New York? Mm, ooh, uh, they probably, well, why not? Like maybe, I don't know. Like if McCown still wants to stay, then why would they get rid of him? But if he retires, then yeah, then Osweiler's his, his, his man. Yeah. His, yeah. his guy, right? Mm-hmm. Peter John has a, a hot take. I'm going to give it to him because he's been such a great intern. He thinks Le'Veon Bell is coming to New York. I I could see that. They need a running back. Bell, Darnold, Gase. Get, get Brown in there too. That's my new favorite team. Yeah. If that happens. Yeah. You like Gase? I love Gase. Oh, okay. I'm a Miami guy. Oh, that's true. You have been a Miami guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah he. Yeah. I. I don't. I like him. I don't love him. Um. But I. I think he's. I think he's a good coach. Yeah. But he's a good offensive coach at least. Okay. There's also like reports that he. He. He was a bad sort of overall coach for the whole team and like a lot of the defensive players and other players kind of resented him, hated him and he kind of kowtow to play favorites to Tannehill yeah. when he had no reason to. So I'm, I'm a little curious if that's, if that's actually a real dynamic, but that's the dynamic you want in New York a little bit, right? Well with, with, with Darnold, it's, it's probably a little more justified there because right? you have a legitimate quarterback and so, everybody wants to see him do well, right? So if you, if, 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 if that's the case and it's a little right, because, but I think that's the problem in Miami is that he was doing that with Tannehill when when he shouldn't have been. When right. Tannehill doesn't deserve that. Exactly, treatment. that's what I mean. Yeah. But Darnold does. Right, exactly. All right, you uh, you got Thundercat. Have you called him up? See if he's available. Yeah, he is dying, dying to play with, and uh, we're under an hour, Chris. So enjoy I that. I love it. Yeah. Cha 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 cha. Yeah, baby. Right. 